This is the MLW Radio Network. Hey, this is former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. And Josh Chernoff. And uh, we're excited to announce that Mind of the Meanie is now powered by the MLW Radio Network. Myself and Josh Chernoff will bring you a show every week where we talk about everything from wrestling, movies, sports, and useless knowledge. But most importantly, we have a great group of neighbors there with front row material. Absolutely. Front row material. We've got Mike Freeland. We've got Mikey Whipwreck. And we have got hashtag... This is Jerry Lynn. You're welcome again for that. I love to be here with you guys. I'm glad to call you neighbor. Maybe I'll stop over for uh, some extra coffee or a cup of sugar or have a slice of dropped pie. Ditto. Please tune into Mind and the Meanie. Please keep supporting Front Row Material and we'll be a part of this great MLW radio network. When Wednesdays are just not enough. Front Row Material presents The False Finish. Welcome in, Mikey Whipwreck, and your host, Mike Freeland. Hello? We're bitching about the fucking post office and their shitty fucking service. What's going on now with the post office? Oh, they fucking blow. Okay. There's like six packages we have coming. Yeah. Like, you have fucking FedEx, who has this fucking bullshit. Oh, transferred to FedEx Solutions, transferred to the USBS, and then your package just fucking disappears into fuck all <laughs> for fucking weeks at a time. That package makeup sat at the post office until I had another package show up there, and they probably were like, oh shit, she has something else. Yeah. Oh no, this is not good. So I'm fucking ripped, fired up, ready to go already. It sounds like it. Yeah. Horseshit. Then my wife's telling me I have fat apnea. You have what? So I gotta get one of those fucking machines with the fucking hoses on it. Oh no. Like, I don't fucking sleep. I said, I tossed and turned. I said, you're trying to kill me. She goes, no, I'm trying to keep you from getting killed. I go, the fucking thing with the hoses, knock <laughs> myself around the neck, and I fucking hang myself. Involuntarily in the middle of the night. She goes, oh, well, I just didn't want you to die. I go, oh, thank you very much. She doesn't want you to wrap that thing around your neck. She told me last night. All I said was, did you feel me touch your face last night? He goes, yeah. no. I said, because I'm pretty sure you weren't breathing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty sure you weren't breathing, Mikey. That's not good. I said, "We." I said, "Oh, I said, are you concerned about me?" She goes, "Well, a little bit. Go a little bit. <laughs> a little you, bit. Hey. you touched my fist for breathing, and you're only a little concerned." I said, "I would have been shit in a pickle." Now I was a little concerned. Now, what does she think you have? She thinks you have what? Fat apnea. Sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. Sleep oh, apnea. sleep apnea. Okay, I wasn't familiar with that phrase. Holy oh, I said fat apnea because that's a stigma. You got to be fat. Hey, I bet you have it. <laughs> oh my god! What are you fucking gone now? Wait a minute. Hold you on. The face of the earth. What do you? What do you? That's good. Where did he go? Well, he disappeared. No, I'm right here. Mikey, I'm right back here. In a week or two. I'm right here. I'm right Let here. Let me hang this fucking collar. I'm right here. Yo! I'm still right here. I'm still right here. Jesus Christ. I'm talking about my bad apnea. Hey, you just disappear. I, I didn't just disappear. I said, oh, thanks I for something. the fucking concern. No, I am concerned. I am concerned. She called it you fat was... apnea. No, I did not call it that. Called it that. 
Did she hurt your feelings? What? Did she hurt your feelings? No, I called the fat at me. She didn't. She just thinks I'm dead oh. all the time. Oh. So she okay, so let's get back to this here before you cut me off on the you hung up on me. So you were sleeping last night. She goes to touch your face, nothing. Yeah. Okay, so then she says to herself, Self, this isn't good. When does she wake well, you up I think, and I think part address of the issue? I think part of her said this isn't good. I think the other no, part was like, No, huh. so this is what happens. He snores loud as all hell. Oh, here we go. I'm leaving the room. So when he stops snoring, it sounds like he's holding his breath. So I text him. Oh, jeez. And usually that will trigger him to move, and then I'll pretend like I'm sleeping and I didn't bother him. Because I don't want to be the blame for why he's up in the middle of the night. Oh, wow. So you're basically seriously looking after him, making sure he's okay. Yeah, that's my duty as a wife. This, I, I think she's just waiting. Oh, no. Damn it. She's just I, waiting. Wait, wait, oh wait, wait for that one-year salary from my employer. Oh, my God. The woman's got four children now living in that household. What do you mean four? What, you? There's three real children, and then you make the fourth. Don't forget True. the mutt. True story. Captain Nonballs. I mean, the, we, got, we got to make sure Mikey doesn't have... Uh, yeah, they say SIDS for babies. What do they call it for for uh, for adults? Bats. <laughs> Fat ass trying to. Bats. <laughs> oh my god. So okay, so she thinks you have the sleep apnea. Are you now? Well, I know the answer to this, but are you even going to go to the doctor to try to get this thing checked out? Well, ironically, there's a thing set out from my work about eye sleep where they have a study where I can get this fucking gimmick that I can wear one night. Okay. You're not sleeping in the same bed as me that night. But I told her, I said, I can't, look, if you expect me to wear one of those fucking CPAP machines, well, like I said, I, I have to fucking not move. As she says, I rooch all night long. I toss and turn like a motherfucker. Why do you gotta use the word rooch? That's what you say. Because I know you Yeah, what does rooch mean? I've never they, heard that used before. Said. That's why you said it. I thought it was a thing. No, you know it's not a thing because when... when I thought it's a Pennsylvania thing. It is a Pennsylvania thing. Okay, so I'm telling you what it is. Like a buggy. Never heard of it before. Rutch. Shut up. Can I can I have that used in a sentence? Yeah. You, stop you're, rutching. Stop, yeah. That's exactly, stop rutching. Exactly. That's exactly what you say to me. You'll, you'll have listeners not, that know what that means. If you're in Pennsylvania, they know what rutch means. Great metallic XXRX7, Avenger 7 fold. Just like when you go shopping. <laughs> He'll know what that means. Yeah, when you go shopping, okay, here, here we go. You got to get a buggy. The, the Google says it's a verb. I'll see. It's a Pennsylvania Dutch term. There it is. Which means moving about in one seat, unable to stay still. Usually refers to a child's failure to be obedient and remain calm and content. Yes. Rutch. All the all the Watson children have that problem, and John. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. They get it from him. Oh, my goodness. Rutch. She just referred to very interesting. Rutch. It's Rutch. 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 Okay, not Rutch. Rutch. Yeah. We're not going to talk about how we say things around here because she still makes. Why do you say? Do, does she say things differently than you? Oh, as far as all the now. fucking time. Okay. So. Okay. You say, Let's address this. You say things incorrectly. <laughs> what? You <laughs> like. The phrases that I say. I'm older than you, young lady. I say it correctly. I, I say things correctly. You just don't like the phrases that I say. You say, that I you say, say fucking crick. 
it's a creek. Like you have a creek in your neck? No, it's a creek. Talk like about a, like a, like a, a creek, like the water. <laughs> oh, down by the creek. It's a fucking creek. Hello. Don't even get started on going to check the mail. She's, oh, she bucket. says. We'll talk about the mail, too. She says creek, as in go back behind the house and fetch some water out of the creek. Yeah. And you're saying it's creek. It's okay, creek. I understand. C-R. It's a dialect thing. Creek. It's a dialect thing. Mikey, what are those things you eat all the time and you make a sloppy, nasty mess when you're recording? What are these things called? Chicken parm? No. Well, that. But what else? What do you- oh, don't even get me started on that fucking popcorn the other night. Holy shit. You know how much audio I had to correct on that? No, no, no. no. I love popcorn. My mother gave me a big box. <laughs> it's a bag. How much popcorn did you get, Mikey? Three pounds. <laughs> a bag pop. Jesus. I mean, I'm sure she appreciates the fact that you're eating it because it was probably a gift, but my God. Well, here's the thing. Like, yeah. last night, we had takeout for dinner. You had takeout for dinner. Nice. This is a gimmick. Relax. <laughs> so we had, we had takeout for dinner last night. Okay. I got, a, <laughs> I got a chicken parm, as you'd say in New York, a hero. That's not what they're called here in Pennsylvania. No. They're hooked. No, wrong. Makes no fucking sense to me. When you go, when you go to the supermarket, okay, mm-hmm. you get a shopping yeah. cart. A buggy. No, it's a fucking buggy. <laughs> a buggy? Oh Jesus! A buggy's what you push a baby in. Thank you. No, it's Make not. It. No, That's it's a, a stroller. It's apparently it's what you push your milk around in. <laughs> so wait a minute. So wait a minute. If let's say your wife gets a phone call, she's at the store. Yeah. And her friend Linda calls. Yeah. And she says. Oh, hi. What are you What are you doing right now, Angel? She's going to say, I'm at the supermarket pushing my buggy around. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty Or would she just say, oh, Jesus, a buggy. A buggy. <laughs> Good God. What is this, 1845? It's pretty, it's pretty, like, you feel my pain now? Well, I mean, the crick thing, I, I thought it meant really a pain in your neck. That's or what pain I thought. in your joint or something. Yeah, but now she's talking about a stream of water behind a house. Yep. That might be a little stretch. That's what I think, too. I think we need to find out what uh, what Google says. What's a buggy? So let's see here. A small motor vehicle, typically with an open top or horse-drawn. So, Angel, I have no idea what kind of shop you're, uh, or place you're storing or getting your food from. Sometimes, but sometimes as I pull the buggy around the supermarket, I will pull it from the front, which I guess could be construed. <laughs> Like it's the Iditarod or something? Oh, my yeah. God. Now, I'm telling you right now, I'm seeing buggy. It's being pulled okay, by the south Google. end of a northbound horse. <laughs> and it says it can also be known as a stroller. Well, but I Well, I guess at times we do put Parker in there, so he does hit in the buggy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The stroller? No, the buggy. The shopping cart. What, you, you, the shopping cart. Okay, good. I think we're getting lost in translation here. Okay. There's a lot to get lost. You know, I could – yeah, that's true. I used to, uh, up until about the age of one, sit in the uh, the front of the uh, the shopping cart. But then my thighs – see, that's when the whole thigh situation kind of really kind of kicked in. My thighs got so big, um, been, about a year and a half, one? I could not fit in there. Yeah, about a year and a half, I could no longer do that. So you've been concerned for 30-some-odd years. That's enough. That's enough. It's okay. Our kids, our kids could never sit in, in a bumbo seat. 
That's right. My kids have big thighs. Holy, holy God. Are you okay? Is the bumbo thing that big foam thing yeah. that like their ass goes in, but their thighs yeah. stick out? Yeah, yeah. they pop. And then, I wish they had an adult version of that. That looks very comfortable. Oh, it's great. You put them in there. You take them out. It goes. Yes. Well, well, when Emily was a baby, we'd have to hold the bumbo seat down to pull her out because otherwise it would just come up with her. She was. Aww. It was. Here's a funny story. So we took <laughs> Emily to my wife's grandmother's house, to Nanny's. Yes. Nana. Nana's house. And they came out and got her. She went inside. I mean, she was maybe like maybe one year old, something like that. And we we're out parked by the street. And we hear from inside the house, Nana goes, hey, fatty. <gasps> she wasn't talking to him. She was talking to Evelyn. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa. No. Oh, it's hilarious. No. She meant it in this that sweet, way. That uh, sweet, beautiful little child. And she was she was ripping on him already. Oh. Hey, fatty. Nana was funny. Wow. She was funny. So, okay, before we move on here, what are some other things that – phrases that uh, maybe somebody from where I am in the neck of the woods or somebody listening from another part of the country may or may not understand? Well, let's just talk about my speech impediment. Okay. So – and this I was not, trying to stay away from that. This is not easy. This is not a <laughs> – a, uh, calling something different. This is called an accent. Sure. So every now and then. My New York accent will come out. It's gotten a little bit better right. since I've been out here. Like the time I said water and in, in, in front of my friends in New York, they all looked at me like, dude, <laughs> the fuck is water? I mean, water. It's fucking water. Mm. Oh, God. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> but but I, I said, I said, the, I said to Landon, I said, Landon, go get your clothes from my bedroom and put them in, the, in your drawer. drawer. She looks at me and goes, oh. <laughs> Put it in a drawer. I said, I don't fucking sound like that. She goes, you yeah, put it in the drawer. I said, I don't sound like that. She goes, it's, what is it? A drawer. It's a drawer. It's a fucking drawer. A draw, drawer. I can't even find it. No, no. Listen here, Taz. It's a drawer. Put it in the drawer. I go, no, let's knock it off. Oh, can I have some water? Like to make oh, you do not sound like that. Yes, I do sound like that. Make me sound like I'm a fucking Neanderthal with fat apnea. Are you still eating all those cuties? Yes. I mean, I feel like you're you're going through a tremendous amount of them. I don't think I had. I don't think I had any today. Because I can't find the right ones, and he keeps bitching about. No, these are good. There's no there's no pits in these. Oh, that's another it's fucking thing. That's a fucking thing. A pit is in a peach. <sighs> oh my god. Peach pits. pits aren't in oranges, no, that's Mikey. Fucked. There are seeds. There are seeds in oranges. Ah, I call them Not They're in the fucking way. <laughs> oh, my God. This poor woman. We're back. Holy Back to shit. my fucking speech impediment. And we didn't even talk about the mail. What mail? You mean your, you mean your cleft palate? I don't have a fucking cleft palate. <laughs> fucking Weisenheimer. You do a really good hairy lisp, though. By the way, I'd like to get your wife's take on the neighbor situation as well. Listen. I, Is she... <laughs> Is this Steve? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Not funny. <sighs> the super... Well... It shoots like 600 of them. <laughs> Less than fucking... I'm gonna need you to move your car. <laughs> Less than a minute and 30 seconds. Wow. Wow. I mean, I'm usually a minute 30, but that happens more than once a year, so... 
April. Holy shit. Three days a year? Mm. On a good on a good year. ABC? ABC sex? Anniversary birthday Christmas? I have an issue with on Christmas. We talked about this months ago. I feel it's kind of uh, disrespectful to, to the Jesus. You know what I mean? Why? Maybe it's just, it, I don't, it just doesn't feel right. I feel like it's the most holiest and most important. It doesn't feel right. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like we should be kind of focused on, you know, Mary, Joseph, you know, his uncles and all that stuff. You know, not not getting it in, but hey, maybe that's just me. You know, it's the one time a year I wish I was Jewish. Because oh. <laughs> I can have A-B. A B H sex. I can have sex. Oh, God. I don't say God. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait a bit, but I don't think your your wife would want you to be Jewish because you know that's uh you know what they say. What? The Jewish men don't wear very big shoes, if you know what. What a button on a fur coat. <laughs> yes, button. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry to hear that. She's never, yeah. she's never complained. Well, that's good. That's very good. After the first time, she had plenty of chances to run. She did. So she knew what she was in for after that. Hey, first time it's on you. After that, that's all on her. That's correct. That's correct. Those are called choices in life. That's right. They say it's not. It. it, it how does that phrase go? It's something about it's not about the not about your the crew members on your boat, but it's how you steer the ship or the how you. Um, the fuck are you talking about? It's not. It's not no. There's a phrase that's used. It's not about the the, the boat, but it's all about how you drive it in the in the ocean or sir. Uh, He's lost his mind. What in the flying? Hold on. Talking about you? hold on. It's not about the size of the the ship, or maybe it's a submarine. They say, but it's about how you drive it. You don't drive a submarine. Oh Jesus! I don't know. Do I? <laughs> I, you get what I'm trying to say. It's not about the size of your ocean. Your bo- not your ocean. Oh. All I know is I'm, I'm steering a fucking battleship. That's all I fucking need to worry about. Hey, hey, look at that. Moving on. I got a John boat. We're gonna. I'm going to come up with this before we're done. It's not about the size of the boat or the ship. It's about how you drive it in the ocean. Some, I don't remember the whole thing. Anyway, we'll come back. So what's the big deal with this whole uh, Mr. McFeely situation you got going on here with the whole mail? So you're expecting some packages? Oh, fucking or you're... Fuck. Look, he, I don't know what's going on. Angel had makeup that never fucking came, and then we got another package from the UPS. Okay, so from UPS, and all of a sudden, hey, look, your makeup came with the other fucking thing. It's like they said, oh, shit, they have another package. We got this one here for fucking three months. We might as well give it to her. All right. Whoa, so she was supposed to get a package in the mail. It never showed up. Right. But one that she was supposed to get, like, last Christmas just mysteriously appeared. Pretty much, yeah. And now we ordered ordered sneakers for the kids for Landon and Parker. Yeah. Because they go through shoes like crazy. So we got Parker these, like... Bumper toes. Bumper toes. They're, like, fucking industrial. They look ridiculous. I know. Bumper toes. Bumper toes. But they last because these kids go through sneakers like crazy. Right. But Landon, who honestly, and I'm not fucking bullshitting, he goes through sneakers every three weeks. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. So we stop it. So we said, oh, they have fucking bumper shoes for someone Landon's age. Let's get them. Well, we ordered Parker's first, and then we got Landon. So it's two different deliveries. 
Well, for some fucking reason, one of them is coming UPS tomorrow, and the other one's coming UPS. I mean USPS. Which will be here like- but was actually FedEx. That FedEx said, hey, this is FedEx Innovations. Transfer to the post office. So I fully expect not to get one pair of shoes until we order something else that gets transferred to the post office. Which, like, we ordered fucking medicine for Stitch because he's a fucking lunatic. Not this fucking dog. Essential, oil. Essential oils for the dog. Homeopathic right, for Snitch for his fucking anxiety. Well, right. that was supposed to be here on the 26th. Still not here. So I'm hoping that when they finally realize that, oh, we have this pair of shoes that came from fucking Bumble Toe. Bumble seat, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> that we're going to deliver those. We'll take this other package of other stuff that's sitting here for three weeks. So it sounds like it's a big version of the claw game. So to get what you want, you really have to order something else to drop down what you originally want. Right. Right. You're just dropping quarters in like fucking crazy. Yep. Holy shit. Horse shit. So worst comes to worst, can't you just cancel the order and get your money back? No, because I want these sneakers. Right, but you can't get them in stores, or there's no one else that, that you could get them from? Or? Not that I've seen. We're not an area to have a wide range of stores. Well, I, I do know you're kind of out there. So. We have Walmart, and the last Kmart we have up here is closing. <laughs> we don't even have a Target. Oh, my God, you don't have a Target? The nearest Target's in Allentown, like uh, 30 minutes away, which is good because my wife would be there every fucking week. We're not going to talk about the Walmart trips. Thank God for the pandemic. Is she a big Walmart person? Oh, it's fucking weird. Dude, it's fucking insanity. Oh, oh Lord. we got to go to Walmart. <laughs> we were just there yesterday. It is for the kids. And I make a joke. Every time we go to Walmart, $80. Every fucking time. It's <gasps> up a little bit. It, what do you mean it's been up? It's been more around like 200 bucks a pop. Oh, my gosh. This, Mike, this is why I don't look at the bank ever. <laughs> I don't look. I don't look at anything. I don't fucking want to know from nothing. I haven't gone shopping in months. I don't fucking know. <laughs> one that runs this household. Let's be real. I was about to say. At the end of the day, it seems like she's driving the ship here. She feels comfortable about what's I am the, coming out. I am the castle, and I have my wife. Oh, say my. that. <laughs> I would leave it in her hands. I feel like she's probably I, more than capable like, uh, of leading your kingdom. I I can't. I can't even fucking. You can't even sleep at night. No, I can't sleep. I can't fucking do anything. Um, I was walking around the house the other day, 15 minutes. I'm looking for something. Emma goes, Dad. I go, Emma, stop. 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 And I'm running around trying to find something. What the fuck? I can't. I can't. She goes, Dad. I go, Emma, stop. I'm trying to find something. Stop. She goes, Well, what are you looking for? I said, My glasses. She goes, They're on your head. I go, Fuck. <laughs> All the time. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, it's. I don't mean to laugh about it. And we keep talking about how one day we were going to the, the discussion of the concussions and everything else. But right. if there was ever a true case of if I if my head was not attached, I would lose it. It's me. True story. And she says true story. It's brutal. It's absolutely it's absolutely the fucking worst. I'll walk into the bedroom going, the fuck did I come in here for? I don't know. Well, I was I was thinking about this and coming off the heels of, of uh, the Fourth of July and everything and how much fun you said you had. Oh, well, I had a, a swim party. Well, well, I told you that at my friend's house, my wife's friend's house, it wasn't bad. Yeah, well, I was talking to Jerry on the phone, and we think maybe the Watsons need to host something like that. Do you know what I mean? I don't, maybe look, have everybody come over to your place. No, look, look, we did that fucking once. 
We had about four families over. They brought the kids for Christmas. We made Christmas cookies. Angel got this whole thing. Oh, I think that's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Cookies and the kids had fun, everything else. Oh, what was the problem? It was great for five minutes. And then the guys sat on the couch watching wrestling on the, on the TV for hours. It was, if, if it would make the cookies and then leave, it would have been great. She doesn't like when people. Well, that's not, that's not the point of having <laughs> a cookie party. I didn't want to have a cookie party. I get a cookie party every January to, uh, to March. Girl Scout cookies, plenty of them. I don't need to have a preamble at fucking Christmas time. Well, you're going to have to give a little. I feel like my wife and I were listening to the show, and we were listening to give, Angel, and, and Megan agrees with her a lot. With actually. who? With your wife. She's like, oh, your wife married you. Her judgment is questionable. Well, are you kidding me? Once again, one time, shame on me. More than one time, shame on her. That's correct. But... She does think you can get you, you. You should give Angel a little bit more, a little more wiggle room. I did. What, what fucking more wiggle Ste- room? Step outside. I of did your go. Comfort zone I went to the fucking house, the house. He sat on the patio the whole time. I had a minute. Oh, too, okay. Hold it. Get your get get your wife closer to the microphone here because you, you told Jerry and I that you interacted and you had a good time and it was fun you stayed for about four hours I did not. he drank their beer ate their food sat <sighs> patio and had about a five minute conversation as we were on our way out the door no I, you drank their beer you ate their what it was it a, an ass roast or whatever like four on oh, that was jerry's they smoked a, a, a boston butt you ate their hot dogs and you didn't even talk to I them you know i'm getting angry She's fucking left. I had a massive fucking toothache. Excuses. I am uncomfortable around people I don't know. She knows this all the time, but yet she puts me in situations. And then I sat there. I be quiet. I don't make a fool of myself. I don't act cranky. I just sit there. I laugh when people say something funny. I try to engage as best as I can, not knowing anything and having nothing to do in common with these people. But wait a minute, did you say these kids are all on your soccer team? No. Oh, it's the Girl Scout thing. But you are involved with the Girl Scout stuff, oh. right? I'm sure you know some people. Hell no, man. Unsociable. Uh, it sounds like he needs to, to maybe... I, Mikey, uh, take a deep breath. R- relax. I, relax. I, I want to, look, next time I'm going to fucking stay home. Nobody can fucking bitch. I had a fucking... I'm sure. I'm. Did, did you wear something appropriate to the Fourth of July? I get wore shorts and a fucking t-shirt. Was it Fourth of July appropriate though? Did you wear something with like no, it, red, white, and blue, or probably gray? It was fine. Did anyone else wear Fourth of July attire? Swimming, and he was not. That doesn't matter. I don't swim. Well, let me add that to the list of things you don't do. You don't touch grass. You don't go to the beach. You don't go into the ocean or the swimming pool. Nope. You don't like to look at people. You don't like to talk to people. You don't like to go outside. Yet, I don't think you like to be inside either. He can't sit in a restaurant with his back to the door. He can't sit outside to eat. What else? I'm sure there's a long list. I'm just going to go fuck myself. Because apparently. <sighs> well, with that with that sleep apnea, you, you might want to get it done before you pass out. What about, hey, let me ask you this question. What happens if it's not held at your house, but maybe it's a place that you like? Do you like to go to the park? No. I don't like to be outside. Because it's hot? I just, uh, or you mean outside in general, regardless? In general, of I don't like to be outside. What's your favorite environment? <laughs> Not all at once. 
trying to think what my favorite. I don't think I have a favorite apartment. <laughs> Disney. I was going to say you could get a park sticker like I did, and then you could just meet everybody at the park and maybe in the picnic area or something. No. You said you liked to play horseshoes, didn't you? I didn't say I like to play horseshoes. I said I played horseshoes. And oh, well. I fucking play horseshoes. I threw out my shoulder. <laughs> so that was real great. Your piece of work, you know yeah. that? So is your tooth feeling any better now? It, yeah, I fucking woke up the other day and it was fine. I think he was lying the whole time. Oh, Jesus. So here we go. She knows that's not. So wait. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. I feel like I feel like we're getting the truth now, which I think is, is very refreshing. So the, the tooth situation here. It, he, they want fifteen hundred bucks for the tooth, right? I tell you, I'm really feeling real good about myself today. Do a fucking podcast. No, I'm just. It's refreshing. Get a lot of stuff <laughs> that. Entertain the people. I hope they're really fucking entertained today, as I feel like. Ass- so they they Where's Jerry. They want fifteen hundred bucks for the tooth. No, tr- trust me, Jerry went to bed at four o'clock because that's what he does now. I talk to Jerry on the phone. I say, Hey, Jerry, what are you doing? He goes, ah, About three thirty, we're gonna eat. That is the classic sign of becoming an old person. The three thirty dinner, four o'clock in bed by six. I tell you. So, anyways, get back to the tooth. So, are you just leaving the issue as it is, like let sleeping dogs lie and hope this thing never rears its head again? I have it. Or you think you're still going to address it on the twenty second? That he'll probably forget. Okay. I'm going to forget to my phone, but it just. Stopped. I think there's some sort of divine intervention. When I couldn't get any fucking relief on this fucking thing, within like a day or two after that, it got it just went away. Like Jesus somehow, like I think so. Fixed it. I think so. Believe me, nobody was more relieved than me because I was a cranky bit. Well, there was. Well, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Are you? The rest of your the re- yeah, I am. I care about you. Oh sure. I I genuinely do. So the rest of your body's holding up all right so far. Well, so far, I got my DDP yoga after this, so we'll see what happens. Ooh, I, you know what you should do. Angel should record you doing DDP yoga so you can be like a motivation to people. That's not motivation. That's just embarrassing to me. I'm just saying people could say, you know what, Mikey, he's doing it. He's doing it. I'm going to go do it. And you could be an inspiration. Right? If other people are inspired. inspired. (laughs) Wow. If other. Oh, Jesus. Let's not go back to the vocab uh, situation here. Look, if people are inspired by me doing GDP yoga, that's great. Yes. They can use their fucking imagination. I don't need no goddamn video of me doing it. Now, how do you, where do you do it? In your bedroom or the living room? In the living room. On your big 97-inch TV? 58. Same damn difference. That's huge as hell. Yeah, I, to- I told my wife that Mikey got a big TV. Therefore, I would like to have a big TV. Didn't go over well, did it? Yeah. Oh, that went over like a fart in church. That didn't. Nope. Not at all. You just you need to tell her what you're doing. What do you mean? What am I doing? Just tell her what you're doing. Like I'm going to buy a TV. Don't do that. No, hell no, I'm not going to do that. I bruise easy and she's very strong. Sometimes she gets mad at me and she says, meet me in the closet. That's never good. That's never In the good. fucking closet. Yeah, we had a, in our old apartment, we had a walk-in closet. And anytime we had to have a heart-to-heart conversation when company was over, she'd pull me into the closet Ooh, not good because there was clothes that lined either or both sides of the walls so you couldn't hear my screaming. Not good. What? Let's say closet again. Closet. What? You have the Santa closet? What the hell's going on here? You say closet. Yes, closet. It's like, where you put your clothes. Like Santa Claus. It's not. 
the closet. <laughs> what do you mean, like Santa Claus? You Santa Claus. The closet. In the closet. Closet. Like claws and then an ET at the end. Yeah, just like that. The no, but closet. Say, closet what? C-L-A-U-S. Closet is C-L-O-S-E-T. No, no, that's close it. <laughs> that's too oh, Jesus, this is... <laughs> he does say oh it. Oh, God. Oh, he says everything funny. <laughs> I don't say things funny. I'm from Ohio. We are about well, we as know you neutral well, as it gets. Funny. This podcast is, is fucking proof of that. It's true. So anyway... That's what she does to me. I'm not going to go out and purchase something, especially something as big as a TV. Why not? No way. Mm. I just don't think it would be a uh, prudent move on my part. That's fine. I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> <sighs> so, the packages may or may not come. Yep. Your tooth is feeling better. Yep. kind of had fun, but we found out the truth at the 4th of July. It's very interesting. Oh, since we have your wife around, no, she, we, we really need to address this whole uh, third-year anniversary leather thing because the, the time is fucking ticking for me, okay? I need to figure this shit out like fucking yesterday. I told you what to fucking do. You told me to get her leather flowers. It's fucking leather! What are you supposed to... No, I get it, but but I've never heard someone say, hey, hey, guess what Johnny Dickhead got me for our anniversary? Oh, what was that? Leather flowers. I've never heard of that. Then don't be such a cheap fucking skate and get her a nice piece of fucking jewelry and fuck the leather paper fucking cotton bullshit. So you're not in favor of following that traditional different type of no, but if, gimmick if every that's year. What, you're, you're not. And you have to get her something leather, at least get her something nice that you can put on display that will last forever. You've been talking about this for fucking weeks and you've done nothing. Well, I can't find the perfect gift. Let me get the boss. Hold on. I, I thought she was still there. He is. <laughs> Are you fucking hearing this? I am. As a lady, he wants to get his wife a third year anniversary present. Something that is leather. I said leather roses or something. There's not such thing. Yes, there is. Thank God. I've never seen before in my life. Well, Jerry said get her fucking cattails. Like a whip for the bedroom. Get her a Should I call Hold on. hearse? Yeah, what are those? Get her a hearse? Clowny and Burke things. Yes. A leather purse. There you go. What the hell is a clowny purse? A Dooney and Burke. Oh, a Dooney and Burke. A Dooney and Burke purse. <laughs> Who's a Dooney and Burke? It's a thing, I guess. It's, Look it up. It's expensive. Dooney and Burke. Dooney. Get her a bag. Dooney and Burke. Get oh. oh, it looks like. Get her a clown. Okay, I'll, let's see here. I'll sign it. Sweet Jesus. Dooney and Burke women's pebble... Grain zip zip, one eleven thirty seven from Belk. Listen, fucker. Dooney and Burke. Listen, fucker. You want your TV? You get in one of those bags. You can get yourself a TV. That's uh, that's not modest. Well, what do you look at this? Dooney and I'm looking on the Google right now, and it's showing me all these options here. You, what are you looking to spend? I don't know. I'd like to see somewhere in the fifty dollar range. <laughs> wow, you just don't get her anything. You'd be better off. <laughs> Do you want me to – hey, listen, maybe I should call the, uh, the 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 hustler store and ask them again. No, we did that already. Should I call Target? No, no. i got to call somebody to find out what I should You don't do. have to call anybody. Go shop online. Get her, get her a – maybe Dorian Burke. Maybe they make a luggage tag you can get for 50 bucks. That's t- now I feel like you're insulting me. Now I feel like you're mocking me. <laughs> 
Well, what do you, what, I mean, what do you, fucking luggage, what do you spend 50 bucks? Luggage tag. I said leather rose. What? That's reasonable, though. What, 50 bucks? A, a Doolian, whatever the hell it is, what? that's like a $130 purse. Jesus criminy. I'm on I'm on a Target site and I'm just typing the word leather. Anything leather. Target is not real leather. Hey, look, I'm not gonna nitpick here. If they call it leather, they call it leather. Wow. I could get her some vinyl spray for her car soon. I got a, I got a pair of Mikey Whipwreck fucking long pants. You can have. If you sign them, then I'm gonna keep them for myself. They're gonna be more than fifty bucks. How much would you charge me? Do I get the friends and family discount? He doesn't believe in such a thing. You gotta be shitting me. <laughs> So I'm looking here. Oh jeez. and Burke. It's oh. Dooney. Do you know what I'm? You know what I mean. <laughs> it's just hard to look at it and say. What did she get you oh, for an anniversary? Okay, so on the first year we both we didn't know we were doing this, but we both printed out our own vows on some really fancy paper and framed it, and we gave it to each other, and it was like, whoa, we gave each other the same thing. Okay. Year year two was cotton, so I got a pillow that was stuffed with cotton. And I had uh, letters embroidered on it, our initials and our wedding date. Okay. I figure what the hell she got me. I think I could pay, pack a Hanes t-shirts. Anyway, and then uh, this year, I don't know what she's doing. It's a big secret right now. Doogie and Burke. He says it wrong one more time. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. There's got to be something a little cheaper here. New arrivals, sales, totes, whatever crossbody is. Let's go to sales. Let's see if they got anything on sale. That's considered a that's considered a sale. Oh, maybe I should go with the leather bookmark. Paper. Look under look under discontinued. Once again, I feel like you're mocking me. Stop being so fucking cheap and buy your wife something nice. What's okay? What do you think my range should be? Price range. One hundred fifty, two hundred. Holy fuck. 150 to 200? Listen. Three, three, I, you know. If you think that that's a lot, you're in for a rude awakening when you have a baby. Mm, yeah, but I mean, oh, what's a hobo? Hobo. That's where you're gonna, hobo. Wife kicks you out of your house for getting her a fucking uh, a leather luggage tag. Hey, these are purses too called hobos. Hobos? Hobos? They're kind of strappy purses. They look like they're a little cheaper. I wonder if they have any scratch and nick categories where something's a little not quite perfect, so they can't sell at retail. I don't know. That's called irregular. Uh, you know what I told her that I wanted? What? When she she already knows it. It's leather as well. What? I have uh I have a brand of a belt that I want to get to add to my collection, but well, but the replica wrestling belts are very expensive. What did you say? Nothing. Go eat an orange. You pay that for the. I'm stressed out right now. Pay by the inch. And when I get stressed out, my IBS kicks in, so this isn't good either. So they got something called a patent small bar barlow, bar barlow, 196 Jesus, God, $196 for that? Ugh. They got a Darcy satchel. And then they have a Camden Peeble hobo. Interesting. You've got to be kidding me. What the hell just happened? Well, you know, I guess your internet went down again. <laughs> so what's going on? What are we going to talk about today? I'm going to bed. She's going to bed. Hold on a second. Seriously, what the hell happened? My internet didn't go down. I don't know what happened. What kind of horseshit are you pulling Nothing. there? Nothing. I'm fucking sitting here. 
on my leather mm-hmm. toilet seat. That's enough. We have some questions that people uh, wrote in this week. Would you like to answer some of those? Sure. Knock yourself out. Okay, let's go. Let's go with some questions that people have for Mikey Whipper. Persis, fucking wait. Are you ready? Yes. Josh Ritter writes in this week, what goes good with chicken parm? The kids are tired of me just making it with no sides. So Josh wants to know, what's a good side dish for chicken parm? French fries. It's very good. Um, two other questions, once again, from Josh Ritter, if you have time, he says. One of which happened uh, to the two guys heading head to head. Oh, never mind. He's talking about the impersonation contest. Jesus criminy. I ran that thing perfectly. <laughs> oh, are you going to talk about that? We're not going into that, Josh. That was a sore conversation. Yeah. Now, here we go. Lastly, uh, why can't you just give up and let poor Mikey alone? No retreat. No lawn talk, no cameos. Mikey, I got your back. Josh Ritter, an upstanding and decent human being. Indeed he is. Uh, Let's see here. This is Vitamin J. Vitamin J, good fan of the show, uh, says, Which which Aussie is Mikey's favorite Aussie? Sabbath Aussie, 80s and 90s batshit crazy Aussie, or the 2000s through today, or the elder statesman of rock Aussie? Mm, that's a very good question. I'd probably say the 80s and 90s batch of crazy Aussie. Nice. Because that was entertaining. Uh, Mojo Riverfish, which is E.J. Miller. Anyone get a chance to read Rowdy Piper's book? There is a wonderful chapter on wrestling psychology. Have you ever read Rowdy Piper's book? I have read his book, but I don't remember specifically that uh, chapter. I'll read it this week, and I will report nice. on this next week. Very good. Uh, the Riverfish has another question. Once upon a time, I stepped into an impact wrestling ring. It was squishy everywhere I walked. It was like walking on a large sponge. I literally sank three to four inches with every step I took. Worst, and so he doesn't know, A, why is that the way that is? Second part is, what's the worst ring you've ever worked slash you've ever worked in? And do you have a ring that you prefer? Well, the ECW ring was top-notch, um, not the early days, but the ones from probably 96, 97 through the end, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, it had the perfect uh, balance between um, a hard and soft canvas as well as a nice bounce, uh, a good bumping ring. So that was probably the, my favorite ring to be in. Um, a ring with, so what is this squ- a ring with, squishy, squishy sponge stuff? That's the type of padding they're using. So if they're using, like, really squishy padding, I know one company, um, independent company, they used to have about, it seemed like, 18 layers of um, carpet padding, you know, that foam carpet mm-hmm. padding, and it, right. it was like a, it was like running on quicksand. It was too... Sp- oh, God. Yeah. So that, you know, the type of padding will make it squishy. Because really, it's, it's, it's either planks, wood planks, or plywood. Uh, and okay. And some padding on top. Um, the best okay. padding on the best padding is to use like wrestling mats. Right. Uh, those are the best padding to use. Which in ECW we used wrestling mats and then we used carpet on top to keep it flat. And okay. that took some of the sting out from the from the wrestling mat and gave just a little bit of a little softness, just just to make it nice. But yeah, the padding will make it squishy. I'm trying to think of one of the worst rings I've ever been in. There's been a lot. 
I remember one ring that it was so bad that there were holes all over because the, the wood they had was all cracked yeah. and bent to shit. So you were stepping in holes everywhere when you're when you're walking. You could feel the divots. The padding was like overlapping, so it wasn't flat. Which oh Jesus! Um, sometimes the boards would overlap, and you get like a little lip, and that sucks to land on. Um, but this ring was just awful. You, the ropes were so loose, and you'd hit the ropes, and the ring literally would move like six inches, six inches when you hit the ropes. And wow. I just think remember, I'm not taking any turnbuckle bumps um, because the ropes were so loose, and they were only covered with hooks. So I could just see someone taking a, a buckle bump. And just the ropes just popping off the, the ring post because it was just a hook and it wasn't tight enough. Oh my god. Oh yeah. There's nothing worse now having there's nothing worse than a shitty ring. Having you know, you basically did everything when it came to the wrestling business. When it came to obviously the craftsmanship of the ring, you would know it better than anybody. So you probably could look at a ring and go, That was not put together the right way. Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of times though they are put together the right way. But they don't take the, the money and the time into maintenance. So, I mean, I'd see rings with, like, bent ring posts. You know, you see rings with, with uh, shitty shitty boards that, you know, it, it's a disaster. Shitty padding. There's nothing worse than a, a, a padding that doesn't reach all the way to the edge of the ring onto the apron. So you take a bump over, you know, and sometimes you take your bump, you'll, you know, you'll rack your back on the side of the ring. And right. There's no padding there. You're just hitting the, the plywood and the steel from the side of the ring. So that sucks, too. So if you have a fucking ring, do yourself a favor and do the talent a favor and keep it fucking maintained. If it needs maintenance, maintain it. If it needs new boards, buy new boards. If your padding is shit and falling apart, buy new padding. If your turnbuckles are stripped of shit and you can't tighten the ropes properly, buy new fucking turnbuckles. Or don't have a fucking ring. So is it expensive? It is expensive to have a – I mean, a wrestling ring, I wouldn't even know price-wise what that would be if somebody was looking to buy one. But to maintain it, it's – would you say that's a fairly expensive endeavor with needing to get more canvases and, set, you know, all the necessary tools or I – mean, It can be. But if, if one thing breaks and you buy a new one, you know, or one board cracks, okay, well, we'll have another board to replace it. I mean, it's it's not expensive if if you do it when as it needs it. You know, if you're gonna let it go and let it go and let it go and let it go, and the next thing you know, you need like three or four thousand dollars in repairs. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of money. But if you can't afford to maintain yes. your ring, don't fucking buy one. This is true. Well, I don't even know how I'm gonna say this next question or this next person's name. Uh, let me see if I can try. Uh, this person could be found at what the fuck was Spring Teen S T. R-A. What the f- uh, They write... What? What the fuck is this person's name? I, I, I feel bad, because I'm, I'm mispronouncing the hell up. Os Kumlum Obscenium. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. It's Kumlum There you go. Sorry, I'm from Ohio. It's from a... Uh, from, what, it's from a ghost song. Oh. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, what are your thoughts on Taz bringing back the FTW title into AEW? What was your opinion on the FTW title when it was an ECW? Uh, you know, normally I'm not a fan of that. Somebody's bringing in a belt right. and giving it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Didn't they do that with Triple H at one point? 
They brought, they brought back I think the big he, Ric Flair. He was a, a, yes, yeah. He was awarded the World Heavyweight Championship. I believe Bischoff gave it to yeah. him. So, see, like, I'm not usually a big fan of that. But with the FTW belt, one, it was kind of cool to see it because I didn't know he still had it. So that was kind of cool to see it. And it was also cool because when – now, I might be sketchy on this. I think when Taz brought it in, in, like, 98, I think, he wanted to challenge Shane Douglas – the ECW championship and couldn't. I think Shane was hurt. So I think he was doing a thing where because he couldn't challenge for the real belt for ECW, he made his own. That FTW belt. Fuck the world. And I think that's kind of what came in. And it just became one of those belts. It's like one of those things. So it kind of fit his character. Mm-hmm. So I think that him coming in now and because Cage couldn't defend against, Mo- uh, couldn't challenge Moxley because of the whole, uh, you know, his wife getting COVID and stuff. And him being quarantined. Um, I think playing the storyline, it was it kind of similar. So it was kind of cool. It's kind of like a throwback to ECW, and the situations are similar as far as a champion not being able to defend the belt. Nice. I like that. That was a very good question. So, yeah, so I think it's I think it's cool. It's just cool seeing the belt. Now, I thought there was two different versions of that belt. Yeah, it might have been. The, the one he had, those, so I, remember, I mean, I don't know if there was a one before that. There might have been. I don't know if he, Well, I had seen him with pictures of a belt that kind of looked like the Winged Eagle from the WWF days. It kind of looked like that. Maybe. I just, I just remember the, the big one the, one, the one that he had now. That's the one I remember. There might have been one before that. I just don't remember it. Uh, let's see what else. And, and once again, just as an FYI, if I mispronounce your uh, your screen name or your handle, I do apologize. I, uh, I'm not the best with uh, pronunciations. Oscar Hey, baby. See, this person's probably fucking cool. Who? Oh. You're you you're into the music scene. You get it. I don't. I'm more of a Linda Ronstadt person. Well, I also found out the 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 uh, story, a backstory of the movie Dirty Dancing this week. I'll share with that in a little bit. But let's get back to the oh. question. Ask them all. Come on. What? Why does Mikey think Sabotage gets overlooked despite it being Black Sabbath's best album? And this was a question asked by Rogue Time Lord One. Why does Sabotage get overlooked? Evidently, he believes that it's their best album, or is that universally accepted oh, it, by the fans? Oh, it's it's a fucking good album. I think Sabotage is Ozzy at his peak vocal performance. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was 1975, I believe, that came out. Um, any any Black Sabbath fan that's not just like a um, a casual fan um, would say that Sabotage is probably the one of their best albums. Um, I think it doesn't get all the recognition because there's no hits on, there's no radio hits on it. Right. You know, well, the, the first album had, you know, the wizard had black Sabbath on it and then paranoid had paranoid and more pigs. Uh, you know, so I, I'm guessing probably cause it had no mainstream hits on it. At least not that I know of. I, I wasn't born in 19. Well, I was born in 1975, but I had no clue what the fuck was going on. Right. But I would say that's probably why. And plus they don't really okay. sing anything from that album because the fucking range is so fucking high and he refused to sing things. Uh, in a, di- in a different octave. I mean, they'll tune down, but he won't sing it differently than it was recorded. Right. So, so nothing on the album ever gets played. Maybe an instrumental. And if you want to hear a good song, Megalomania from that album is fucking tremendous. Megalomania. So there's your recommendation for this week as far as a Black Sabbath uh, song, Megalomania. More music questions. I'm on a music kick tonight. Let's go. It seems like it. Uh, we will get more to more music questions. We do have some extra wrestling questions thrown in here. Okay. Uh, worst wrestling book you've ever 
worst wrestling book ever written. He said oh, his vote was for Kurt Angle's book. I had to read that one. Kurt Angle, uh, Hulk Hogan's book. Pretty bad? Yeah. It's all the usual um, exaggerations that you'd expect from a Hulk Hogan book. I'm surprised at this point. I'm surprised at this point Andre the Giant was at nine foot seven and eight hundred thirty seven pounds. But but see that's my thing. Why is Hulk Hogan, in your opinion, universally looked at as a big bullshitter, a truth stretcher, and a politician? So the politician aspect I get, because you we've talked about the politics in wrestling. And he recently came out and said, Yes, I did politic and I did keep younger talent down to keep my spot. But why is it universally when Hulk Hogan says something even your biggest Hulkamania fans go, eh, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. Because they should. Hulk still, to this day, is into the old pro wrestling exaggeration thing. Like the 15-foot high steel cage. You know? And and the 7-4 Andre the Giant. And the, you know, just the overall exaggerations in wrestling is the way it was. Right. And he still does it. He keeps up the gimmick. Like, and I don't at this point, I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's, it's trying to protect a, protect a legacy that doesn't really need it. Uh, but, I mean, that's just what he does. He just, you know, as long as you know that when Hulk's telling a story, that there's probably a giant grain of bullshit in there, or a giant grain of exaggeration, well, there you go. You know what I want? And, and here's one thing, and we'll get off the Hulk Hogan topic here, but I really feel like his legacy has been tarnished greatly in recent years. And I feel like when he was recorded or whatever, no matter how much apologizing, I I feel like that will never go away. Would you agree with that? Yeah, probably. You know, and then, and then some people, you know, they just, they don't care about that. They, they don't care about the real right. life person. They care about the character and the wrestling. And that's what they care about. They don't care about the, the real life stuff. You know, like I still love the Ultimate Warrior, right? Mm-hmm. As a character, as a performer, he wasn't that great in the ring, obviously. But I love the character. I just, I just think it's great. It's, you know, it's, it's mystical in a way. It's, it's high energy. It's, it's cool to fucking look at. It's a cool visual. But as a person, uh, you know, take the pain off, and you see him as Jim Helwig or Warrior, whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, you know, maybe a bit of a, I'm not a nice person. So I can I separate it to a point, you know, like uh, Shining Wizard. Same thing, yeah. same thing with music, right? Like Ozzy and Sharon have done, you know, so, some business things that are shady. They've supposedly fucked people out of royalties and stuff like that and all this other shit, right? Well, mm-hmm. I like Ozzy for the music and the character he portrays when he's out there doing his thing. I didn't get into Ozzy Osbourne because I wanted to know him as the person. I got into Ozzy Osbourne for the character and the music he put out. So I can separate the two. Some people can't, but I, now the whole Benoit thing, that's a hard thing to swallow. Well, you really can't separate that one. That, sure. That's just like, holy shit. But, I, you know, for the most part, I can separate the, the character from the real person. Uh, Shiny Wizards Tony said the uh, Rocks book uh, was uh, was not one of his favorites either. Um, Shining Wizards Tony also writes in another question. What kind of cheese do you like to put on your chicken parm? Is it wet mozzarella, the shredded Sargento, or polio? And what pasta do you pair with it? Oh, 
And what kind of barefoot wine do you prefer? Man, it sounds like Shining Wizards Tony is uh, is is really on his game here. He wants to get together and have a fucking. He, uh, fucking he does. Um. So what was the first part of that? So, <laughs> you're so excited with this question. I I can hear it. You trembling in your well, voice. So, All right, so, so let's break. so many parts to it. And I'm feeling an art. There are so many parts to it. So part one is what kind of cheese do you prefer on your chicken parm? Is it wet mozzarella, uh, the shredded Chardento, or poly O? Uh, if you mean the wet mozzarella, that's like the fresh mozzarella. Yes. I'm not a big fan of that on chicken parm. I have okay. been eating that like crazy with tomatoes. It's like a caprese uh, with some balsamic vinaigrette. Ooh. Nice. That's, that's my new thing. Okay. But I usually, if I'm making chicken parm, um, like a meal, like it's just a chicken. Yeah. I like a, a nice thick layer of mozzarella. If you're making like a hoagie style chicken parm, then I like to shred the mozzarella. Uh, what kind of pasta do you pair that with? Um, you go to spaghetti or like a uh, linguine. I love linguine. Uh, and what's your favorite kind of barefoot wine would you prefer? And maybe this is a good question. Are you a barefoot wine person or was that just a one-off that night? No, barefoot wine, I like the uh, Moscato. Nice, good call. By the way, I, I want to throw this out here. Uh, Shining Wizards, pretty fucking awesome podcast they've got. You can cruise on over to shiningwizards.com. You can follow them on Twitter. Very cool. I know Jerry has a Shining Wizards podcast T-shirt, and uh, wouldn't mind donning one of those myself. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. DM me. I'll give you my address. Um, Greg Brown, Mr. Metallica. That's what we're just going to call him, Mr. Metallica, because I am. I can't. I can't get through his screen name here. So he says, "How about that dead band question I asked like four fucking years ago?" A singer, two guitarists, a bassist, a drummer that have all passed away that you would put together to make a super group. And you know what? Here's the thing, Greg. I'm going to fall on the sword on that one. I totally dropped that. Mikey and Jerry both said, hey, ask me the following week, and I fucking didn't ask the question. So you know what? Shame on me. So what was it now? A dead so, band? Yes. So what your, your the question is how about the dead band question? A singer – Two guitarists, a bassist, a drummer that have all passed away to form your super band. Uh, let's see. Singer. <sighs> hmm. Let's go with John Lennon. Nice. Good call on that one. So John Lennon is your singer. Who's your two guitarists? Randy Rhodes. Um, Randy Rhodes and... So Randy would be lead guitarist. I need a rhythm guitarist. Malcolm Young from ACDC. Nice. Who's going to be your bassist? I'd probably go with Cliff Burton from Metallica on that one. Okay. And who's your drummer? Mm. Oh, man. I got three on the top of my head here. You throw all three out. I would probably go with John Bonham for Mud Zeppelin. Nice. 
Uh, I could also see the Keith Moon in there. And uh, I can see the Rev from Revenge Sevenfold. I'd probably go with John Bond. John Bond. Okay. So, John Lennon, Randy Rhodes, Malcolm Young, Cliff Burton, and John Bond. Very cool. I like that. That's my Good job on that. We're going to have to ask Jerry that question uh, next week. All right. Uh, future wrestler Greg writes in, and he can be reached at goodnightgreg35. Does Mikey remember the time he tried to put out a fire with a ring mat? With a ring mat? Yes. Can't say that I do. I do not remember. If you remember the story, feel free to enlighten me. I was just about to say, future wrestler Greg, please... uh, Write us back and let us know the, the premise of the situation. I'm assuming this was during the, the pyro Mikey devil time because – I guess so. I don't I – don't. The, un, the underdog Mikey, I don't think he would have tried to put a fire out. No, I don't remember. No. Uh, another question. My balls sweat a lot. Any tips on how to keep them dry? Yeah. It's called fucking – don't be a fucking sloth. Don't be a sloth. Perfect. Don't don't wear uh, tidy whities or nut underwear. What did you say? Don't wear tidy whities and don't wear what? Nut hugging underwear. What's wrong with nut hugging underwear? You get fucking ball sweat. Well, I get ball and thigh sweat no matter what I do. Well, you're a fucking sloth. Maybe I. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to admit certain things, don't you? <laughs> life's, all, life's all about coming to realities that's, and not living in a delusional world. That's correct. Uh, Smokey Jones writes in, How does Mikey feel about starting a match with chain wrestling? On a serious note. Um, I know we've joked about this. You have two guys who have no real issue. And you're mm-hmm. just going to a match, um, you could do it. Especially if you're doing a babyface, babyface match. That's fine. I don't have a problem with chain wrestling either. But Jerry wanted to do it every fucking time. <laughs> I feel like can he we, just wanted to blow you up. I said, can't we just, oh, I know for a fact he did. I said, can't we just start hot? Get right to the fucking heat. You know what I mean? Oh, no, if, mm-hmm. if I don't do chain, I blow up. Great. Well, if I do chain, I blow up. So we're fucked. We're at an impasse, <laughs> if you will. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Smokey Joe's also has a... Uh, I have no problem with Chambers. Nice. So you... All kidding aside, you don't really have an issue with it. No. Uh, Smokey Jones, who can be reached at, at GingerBR3D, also has another question, and I think this will appeal to you as well. It's another music question. Mm. Going on a road trip, what are your seven albums... Can be singles, or the artists, compilations, or soundtracks. But what are your seven albums Mikey Whipwreck is taking in the car, must have with him? Hmm. Let's see. These are good fucking questions. Diary of a Madman, Ozzy Osbourne. Master of Reality, Black Sabbath. 
not to disrespect sabotage, but um, which we we just mentioned got overlooked a lot. Probably Motorhead, March or Die, uh, Rest in Peace by Megadeth. Okay, how many is that? Four, four. Oh, let's see, three more. Uh, the Essential Johnny Cash. Um, two more. Um, probably Revolver by the Beatles. Nice. That is a good album. What else? Very good album. Uh, and maybe, uh, Ceremony of Devotion by Ghost. Live album. That's seven. I haven't heard you talk about Ghost for a while. They, uh, they're, they're, were they supposed to be on tour? Or? No, they're done. They're between albums now. So they, okay. they the Cardinal Copia, the lead singer, he's, he was the Cardinal. Right. He's he was on the last show. He was uh, promoted, if you will, to a Cardinal, uh, to a, uh, a Papa, like the Pope. So okay. I, I guess he's he's. I don't know what they're going to call him, but. Uh, I guess he'd be Papa Four, I guess, at this point. So wait a minute. His gimmick in the band, right? Yeah. His, normally what they would do is they, they have the gimmick where they were the Pope, right? He was the Pope. Yes. Dr. Emeritus. Correct. And right. after every album and tour cycle, they would kill the old, the Pope, and they'd have a new one. Oh, got it. So so to change it up, this last album, when they killed Papa Emeritus Third, three, they killed him. They brought out the new guy who was not ready to be a pope, according to uh, uh, the original Papa, Papa Zero, Papa Nil. Um, this guy was not ready to be a, a Papa. So he's just a cardinal. And they, the whole skit was he wasn't ready to be the Papa. And I guess at the last concert, I guess they were down in Brazil, um, they anointed him as a Papa. So it's actually the same guy. For the first time ever, they have the same, technically the same guy. Sing on the next album. Reprising all these different characters. Right. So now, so now they're in between touring and the last album. So now they're writing the new album now. Or they're the he is Tobias Forge. He's he's writing the album now, recording it. And I think he said hopefully by the spring sometime there'll be a new Ghost album and then a touring cycle if we can tour. By That's then. awesome. Well, hopefully it's a cool fucking thing. Like be if, when I first saw Ghost, um, it was somebody said. I like doom metal, things like that. So they said, oh, you got to check out Ghost. And they sent me a, a link to Secular Haze, one of their songs. And I'm like, this is fucking awful. Like, the video's terrible. It's not, not even filmed right. It's the shits. Well, I didn't know it was supposed to be the shits. And that there's this whole backstory to all this stuff. And then once I got into it, the music is cool. It's more poppy, really, than metal. Mm-hmm. But it's the visual of the the, the, the skeleton pope and their name was ghouls um, gets gives them like a heavy metal type look but their music is more poppy if you if you listen to it and uh, it yeah. seems like it's a complete experience it's a cool stick like they got the, once I started looking into the band and kind of okay I get it you know, a lot of his tongue in cheek and things like that but it's you know it's good shit and they I mean they really you know, you talk about wrestlers, how they can portray emotion through the masks. They have these two ghouls. They have, like, the white guitarist, 
and the black guitarist. And I'm not talking the skin color, but like the guitar is black on the one guy. Right. And the guitar is white on the other guy. And they had a thing where they were going back and forth, like a, uh, a guitar duel. And mm-hmm. just the charisma and the personality they got across with having these big silver masks on and like a full black suit. I mean, it was pretty good. You know, and then, you know, the, the lead singer with different things. I mean, they really have a whole thing down. I mean, at one point he came out with like, you know, the little ball with the incense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had one of those things going. Mike, and, <laughs> my God, this is, you know, this is pretty cool. Theatrically. You know. If you don't take it seriously, I think it's real. I guess like wrestling. Um, it's pretty cool. If you can take it for what it is. Have you ever heard of the band called, uh, I hope I'm saying this right, Lordy? Lordy, yeah. They're like, would you say that's similar? No. No. Okay. Lordy is more like Guar. That's the they're, next thing I was going to add. They're more musical than Guar. Lordy. But it's the same type of the big, heavy, crazy costumes and things like that. Where Ghost is just this guy, he's got like a mask on, like a face mask. And normal clothes. So it's really just his, his head is in this thing. And it's not really, you know, and, and the, the ghouls, they just wear like a black, like a black coat, black pants, and these big silver masks. So it's, it's not as over the top as far as the um, outfits and things go. But no. it's more like war. Look, okay, because Guar was actually in Cincinnati at a, at a venue called Bogarts on New Year's Eve. Now, I don't know a lot about them. Are they a big, big mainstream band, or are they more, in your opinion, would probably play smaller venues? Uh, they play smaller venues, but but they're a popular fan. I mean, they got their following is loyal. Roadkill is like a huge Guar fan. Nice. Yeah, so they they play so they don't you know they don't play big arenas, you know they play the smaller venues, you know but but they're fucking good too. Well, their their theatrical uh, performance here is insane. I'm just watching some stuff and it's uh, wow, you definitely get your money's worth when you go to one of their shows. I'm t- Mike, I'm telling you, check out Ghost. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check them out. I like it's good stuff. Very, he's very good at, um, mel- like Ozzy can't write music, but he can come up with vocal melodies. Um, this guy writes all the music, and he's got the vocal melodies, and some of them are really, really cool. They're really hooky. Yeah, now, when did some- they first come out? Oh, when did Ghost come out? 2007? So not too long ago. I think it was 2007. I'm not really, I'm not really sure. 2006, 2007, I think, is when their first album came out. Nice. Yeah, but check out check out the last album prequel. There's there's a little bit of everything on there. There's some heavy riffs. There's some really slow um, melodic songs like ballads. There's a couple of instrumentals. So there's a whole lot of everything. Definitely check. Uh, our final question. Our final question comes in from Brett Barr. He can be found at Brett Barr, the number eight. For a commentator just starting out 
the local wrestling promotion. Do either of you have any advice? So I'm gonna I'm gonna defer this to you first, and then I'll jump in with uh, with my two cents. So what do you think, Mikey? If somebody's first of all, good for you, Brett. That takes a lot of balls. Uh, that's not an easy job whatsoever to be a commentator with wrestling. It's not. It is way more difficult than, in my opinion, and I've done all kinds of sports. You have to be a great, charismatic storyteller. You have to be able to pick up on the energy of the audience. But what would you say, any advice you would give him as far as, you know, be aware of this, be aware of that? What are some things that, from a performer standpoint, that you might say to the commentator, hey, throw this in here during the show? Um. Yeah, I mean, that's something the promoter could tell him if they want specifics. But I would think three things right off the bat. Know the product, right? Know the holds. Know the characters. That, honestly, that's really, that's really it. And not to quote The Rock, but know your roles. You know, are you the color guy? chiming in with, with observances and things every now and then or are you going to be the play-by-play guy you know are you michael cole or are you Corey graves like what what role are you taking in the commentary or are you joey styles which you do everything right um another thing i would do is just practice 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 take take a wrestling tape have no idea what the fuck is going on and start watching a match and record yourself and, and call the match and listen to it. And as you just get used to calling things as you're seeing it, um, because a lot of the commentators, I mean, I don't know it's a local thing, so they might not do it that way, but um, their, their commentary might be after the fact, the way they're recording it. Um, but when, when you, when you do commentary, you watch the monitor because you need to, um, portray to the audience watching at home what they're seeing. You know, you watching the ring is not going to help. So what I would do is I would just put a put wrestling on, put on the WWE Network, put on YouTube or whatever, and find a match you probably haven't seen before, and call the action, and record it, and watch it back, and then critique yourself, and then do another one, and listen back and critique yourself, and just and eventually you just get used to calling it on the fly as things are going on. And as, if you know the performers, if you know the storylines, if you know the holds, that, that's going to just give you a, a a leg up on the situation because you'll kind of know already, kind of what where they're going and what's happening. But basically, practice, 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 and educate yourself to the product. No, I think that's solid. Um... The only thing I would throw in there, I did MMA for several years for two different promotions. And yes, watch as much as you can. Like Mikey said, no holds, moves, whatnot. No backstories as well, if it's possible. Maybe if you get a chance to talk to some of the guys and gals before you either go live streaming or you're going to do it in post-production. It's always fun to hear little, well, I talked to such and such, and this is what they had to say, or 
you know, I'm not sure if you're aware of the such and such is coming off of an injury. Maybe throw in just little nuggets of that that kind of give that perception that you're really you're really in tune to what's going on. I think people like that as well. Would you agree with that, Mikey? Oh, yeah. And that just goes with knowing the characters, knowing the performers, just knowing, you know, as much as you can about the product. So you can chime in with little things like that. You know, I always liked it when they'd be doing commentary, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon, and Gorilla would be doing the commentary, and Bobby would chime in about how he talked to so-and-so earlier in the day, or he talked to so-and-so last week, you know, one of the heels. You know what I mean, Bobby's not going to say that he talked to one of the baby faces. That wasn't something he would do. Right. Yeah, any, any little quips you can put in or anything that's going to make sense or just add to things a little bit, um, you know, the better. I mean, you don't want to go crazy with it every five minutes with something. But, you gotta, you know, but that just comes with practice, knowing when to feed something in there, when, when, when to say something, and what, when not to say something. Couldn't have said it better myself. And, and by the way, once again, props to you, Brett. That is a very difficult thing to do. I remember we did what they call iPay-per-views, which is kind of what TNA did when they first started out. You would have you would go online and you could pay for it, but we did odd pay per views for MMA, and you know you're sitting in part of the part of the staging area outside of where necessarily the the cage was, and we would have monitors and we would be calling it from that, and then I would have to throw it to my partner and then I'd have to hustle my chunky ass out to the the octagon to do the post fight interview kind of like joe rogan and then get my ass back to the back to the thing so it really just depends on what you're expected to do but once again have fun with it too don't overthink things because if you do you're going to stress yourself out yeah practice uh, practice practice get your stick down and you'll be all right now you might not you might suck at it that's also the you know <laughs> you might suck but uh, you know you do your best you can. I know that's kind of blunt and kind of rude, but I like to tell people that they may suck, just in case. Oh, but look at it from, but look at it from this perspective. How many stand-up comedians have gone out and had a rough go the first few times, and then they start to cut their teeth, and then all of a sudden you're like, damn, they are really polished now. You know what I mean? You cannot be afraid to suck. I do a podcast every week. I'm ready to suck at any minute. Well, I mean, I'm not any good at this. All I do is sit here and talk. So once again, if we can do it, I think anyone can do it. Those are all of our I questions. Would, I wouldn't go that, that far. I want to give myself a little credit. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying me. I think you do a very good job. I think Jerry does a very good job. I I just kind of I kind of chime in when I can here. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a different ballgame here. Now. One thing I will say is before I go into my thank yous and, and we start putting a bow tie on this episode, I did post we wanted to get some feedback. If and I know some, you know, people have said, Hey, leave Mikey alone, blah, 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 don't pester him about doing cameos and whatnot. Well anyway, I I decided to put up a poll. And I <laughs> About 90% of the people said Mikey should do it. So, Mikey, if you decide that that's something you want to do, just oh, yeah, understand that people... Mikey should do it. But they ain't going to fucking buy one. Yeah. Oh, we should do fucking t-shirts. Yeah, let's do fucking... 
Egypt. Ain't nobody fucking buying one. <laughs> yeah, be a different man for president too, but fuck. Nobody's gonna vote for me. That's the last time I'll bring it up, but Jerry wanted me to put it out there, so I did. Oh, he, so. Jerry tells me all the time, oh, you should do it, you should do it, you should do it. Well, why not? <sighs> I don't like doing video. Okay, so would you be, let me ask it's you this question. audio cameo. I don't know if this will ever happen. This may happen. This may never happen. But if we ever did a bar show, a live, we were asked to do a live bar show where it's you, me, and Jerry. We're doing our thing. People got the drinks flowing. Would you do something like that, or would that be something that you would be hesitant to do? What, a live show? Yes. Yeah, but no video. <laughs> no one can video it at all. No, they could be there. They could see it live, but right. No, no video. No flash. No flash photography. Because then, if there's video, I have to be careful what I say, and if you feel like I have to censor myself, I'm not going to be right. funny. This is true. This is true. So, if anybody's out there and they're interested, Mikey will make it happen. He just doesn't want to be videoed. No flash photography. Much like when you go to a play. No video recording devices. What happens there stays there. It's Vegas. Oh, flash photography is definitely banned. It makes me look all ashen and shit. No. But what about if people want to get a picture with you after after everything's over? Ten bucks. Jesus Christ! You're horrible. You realize that? I know. Everyone, thank you so much for your questions. They actually were really, really good questions. A mixture, good mixture of wrestling questions and uh, music questions and yeah. food questions. Very good. We have, you know what, I've said this before, and I know it sounds like I'm pandering, but we got the best fucking listener base. I will put our listener base up against anybody. They know more about us than I think a lot of shows know about their uh, their personalities. Hopefully I didn't miss a question. Ah, you have not asked it again. Okay. If I missed a question and I missed it, I do apologize. I will make sure it gets asked again. But, uh, yeah. Anything else that you would like to discuss, talk about, this, that, or whatever? Oh, by the way, did you end up, Did you watch Fighter Fest uh, night one or night two? No. You did not? Okay. I didn't watch the bash either. I haven't watched wrestling in like three weeks. I'll be honest. People do not like the tag team, the Butcher and the Blade in AEW. I actually like them a lot. And I actually like the Butcher a lot. He's got that, that throwback 1950s look. He's got a good You know what I mean? With a great look. He does. But here's, here's, they need, here's a disconnect for me. Okay. It seems like they come out with the fucking mask on and shit like that. Um, but, but then the, the character seems to just stop. And they become like normal people. You know what I mean? No, I hear what you're saying. But I love the, I mean, the fucking butcher's look. I mean, it's fucking great. I think it's super badass. <laughs> I think he needs to be a singles run. Yeah, I just wish they had, you know, it could be too that they haven't really developed them as characters, really. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, but their fucking work is great. Yes. Yeah, so the look is. is great, too. 
It's just so scary and bikerish. Like if he came out on a motorcycle, oh shit. Yeah, but then then you're given like a character to it. You know what I mean? You can right. put you can put your teeth into it. Like okay, I'm starting to understand what to see what what these people are like. like I I kind of get it now. And maybe they have. I don't watch the product enough to really know. You know, I'm I, I I'm very bad with watching wrestling. But from what I've seen on it, there's been really no development of the character. Would you say that's because the company is so young, it, it, it's going to just inevitably take time? Or do you think some of these things probably should have been fleshed out by now? I think some of them probably should have been fleshed out by now. But, you know, you, you got, you know, how many people, how many stories you got to get over from scratch? You know what I mean? Right. You know, I, I no, think I that, you know, and like I said, maybe they have done it. I don't know. I, I don't watch that. But in my watching of the product, I haven't seen that. So somebody can probably say, oh, Mikey, episode three on this date. I mean, they did a whole thing. Oh, okay. I just haven't seen it. Well, I believe that is going to do it for this week. Guys, I do want to let you know if you are so inclined, you could follow us on social media. You can follow Mikey Whiprick at Mikey Whiprick underscore. You can follow Jerry Lynn at it's Jerry Lynn. You can follow me. I am at Mike Freeland. And uh, you can follow the show's podcast uh or god damn it i can't even talk twitter handle as well <laughs> something just jumped on my screen and just looked fucking crazy i don't even know what's going on you can follow the show at f r m pod yeah what the hell was it that that jumped on my screen that just made me say what it completely took me out of my moment here i was uh you get one of those fucking pop ups together you shouldn't get. Okay, so hold on a second. What the hell is I'm gonna have to play this because this uh, I'm totally utterly confused. Uh, or no, you you can play it. I'm gonna I'm gonna retweet this, and I'm gonna caption you in on it, and I want you to play this because I don't have the capabilities at the moment. It's just the visual, like it's just in- incredible. Don't know what the hell's going on here, but. Wow. Uh, also, guys, if you're so interested in doing this, you can go on over to Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> this image is just it keeps looping. You can go to Pro Wrestling Tees and go ahead and pick yourself up some Jerry Lynn, Mikey Whipwreck merchandise. You can also pick up the uh, FRM Pod logo shirt. Uh, also, want to throw this out here. Good friend, good friends of her own material, Mind of the Meanie. Check them out. They're also here on the MLW Radio Network. Their show is available each and every Monday. Tell them the boys on FRM sent you over. Oh, my God. This woman wrestler looks so angry. Did you see this? She is a throwback. You see? 1987. I, I have no idea what is being said in this clip. I don't know either, but he's fucking yelling. Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> This thing, Mikey, when you and I were talking, like it popped up on my uh, my timeline on Twitter, and like it just loops, right? And it just completely took me out of the boat. Like, look at the guy in the background holding the beer. Oh, he's by the ring with the yellow shirt. He's like, yeah, that's my girl. Holy shit. She's very upset about something. She is. And who's, who's the guy in the white shirt? Eh? He's just trying to stay out of the way. I was going to say... He wants nothing to do with this situation. Wow. Wow. All right. 
once again, you're going to have to see it. I'm going to retweet it on my page. And uh, whoever this person is, wow, they are very much uh, living the gimmick. He does. Oh. Wow. Oh, by the way, um, I was on – this is turning into one of those family goodbyes that takes forever, but I was on AAW's webpage, and first of all, they have a YouTube channel, and it's awesome. But anyway, I was watching – and I'm not exactly sure what the venue was. I don't exactly know what the date and time was of this. But I have a screen capture of a guy sitting in the front row that I think is my doppelganger. I think I found him, Mikey. Really? This guy, in my opinion and, – and typically when it comes to doppelgangers, you don't really admit, oh, this person looks like me. It normally takes someone else to say it, right? I think this guy looks like me or I look like him, however you want to you know, dress it up. So I'm going to have to post that on Twitter as well. That's going to do it. Mikey, what else you want to say? Anything at all? No. Not really. I wish everybody a happy Friday. hope you guys have a great weekend. Be safe, whatever you're, you're doing. I heard the COVID, or as my mom calls it, the COVA. The COVA is starting to spike in certain parts of the country. So please make sure you wear your mask and wash your hands and – the COVA is hopefully not spiking in your area, is it, Mikey? At the COVA. COVA Cabana. <laughs> no, we're all right. We are. Uh, this is good. So far, so good. Nice. Um, I don't know. You know, like I said, I, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen, but <laughs> hopefully, we can. Uh, everybody can be smart. Wear masks. Socially distancing yourself from other people. And then, you know, let's keep this thing at bay. I said, I don't like wearing a mask, but out of respect for other people, I will wear it. Yes, I agree. Don't be a fucking pump handle. Put a fucking mask on if you're going outside. Could have said it any better. And you know what? If you ever... If you want to go get COVID, you want to wear a mask. That's fine. Go find a toilet seat. Put it on, <laughs> Lick it. Get yourself fucking COVID. And then go out of your house. And you don't have to fucking work. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to take it to the lick part, but wow. Well, fuck. I mean, why not? Really? This this is where I t Well, we are a country that had to be told not to eat Tide Pods, so. I heard that was a gimmick. I just, I, I can't get over. It. She's. I'm still watching her loop. <laughs> he's he's got fucking fire. Wow. He, Somebody signed this woman. Shit. She is fired the fuck up. She is. And look at that. I don't know if you look at when they zoom in on her, there's like kids in the background. <laughs> they look really scared. Yeah, I wonder what. But you know what? We have to listen to it. We're going to have to listen to it. But you know what? The art of a promo. Ah! We're going to have to do an episode. Ah! Now, okay. <laughs> oh, God. What would, what would she be saying right now if the promo was about cutting, about eating chicken parm? <laughs> oh, I don't know what she'd be saying. But I'd be that fired up too if I was going to promo about chicken parmesan. <laughs> it's like it, 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 
it escalates very quickly. Like she looks like she's calm in the beginning, you know, with the the Herb Abrams, Gordon Soli looking guy next to her. Uh, and then all of a sudden it just continues to escalate as the camera zooms into her face. She had oh, the art of the promo. Start, she does. Up, suck him in and then wham. Bam. She just dropped the mic and said, you know what? I'm out. Actually, she put the she put the fucking mic about six inches deep to that guy's chest. <laughs> we we need to have a uh, a wrestling masterpiece theater. We need to have that. Oh yeah. Yes, that's that's my next vote on a project we do. All right. All right. With that being said, this was the longest goodbye ever. Yeah, no shit. And uh, I know I gotta let you go. What are you gonna do tonight for the rest of your night? I'm gonna do my DDP yoga. Nice. And then you laugh, but. Take a shower, <laughs> and then I'll have I will go have a fucking nice night fill of sleep apnea, <laughs> and hopefully tomorrow morning I'll wake up. <laughs> well, and I'm not trying to laugh at your at your misery. I'm not, but good God! Well, by the way, your wife is invited anytime she wants. And this program is better for her. It's uh, it's better because of her, I should say. Indeed. Definitely. All right, guys. That's that's going to do it. We will catch you next week. Uh, obviously, we're going to have a uh, book club episode coming out. We're going to have front row material. We're going to have a false finish. So it's going to be a full-fledged week of wrestling nonsense from your friends over here at Front Row Material. For Mikey Whiprick, I'm Mike Freeland. I'll catch you next week on The False Finish. Afraid of you because you're the definition of technician? I come from the highway to hell! I will rip your heart out and